Welcome to Cashville. This is No Ties 1879. I'm at Ashneel Prakash. And this is Angeline. And this is a podcast where we, a brother-sister duo, talk about growing up as descendants of Fiji and Gitterment in a white neighborhood called Ladner. Yeah, buddy. Bow, bow, bow. Um, before we get going with today's subject matter, uh, we would like to do our land acknowledgement, please. Yeah, okay. Uh, we would like to acknowledge the traditional territory of the Tawasan and Fu- First uh, Tawasan and Musqueam First Nations and all of the Hun Kumbinam speaking people who have been stewards of this land since time immemorial. I would also like to offer my respect to all the elders who have gone before us and to all the elders and First Nation people who are with us today. Awesome. I feel like there's been like one or two times where we've gotten that like perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know what it is? I think it's just because it's like, it's thing. hard to read. That's what it is. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's hard to read. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, we can read. I, I can't read, guys. No, I mean, read. like, it's hard to like read and speak. And then you're also like in your head, like, I can't fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's a whole thing. I think that's what it is. Cause if you just knew it off by heart, know, it wouldn't be an issue. Just memorize it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Like, if we just knew it off by heart, we would just say it. Yeah. It wouldn't be a fucking issue. It's because we're reading it. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I made a pretty good reel the other day, which I memorized the script. And I mean, when you hit it on the nail, it's just like, oh, okay, that's what it's supposed to be like. Yeah. Now you, you just, you get it. You, I, I know what it's supposed to be like now. So yeah. For ne- you- okay. For next week, guys, I'm going to try and memorize this bit and not, trip over my shoelaces <laughs> and deliver a mind blasting land acknowledgement to crush them all to crush them all <laughs> not not steering away from the fact that w- what the weight or what the purpose of it actually is which is you know doing yeah. the acknowledgement we just want to make it perfect <laughs> anyways anyways tangent all right so today uh we're going to get into a bit more I guess we could call this episode almost small town, small town racism too. We could almost call it that. So in episode two, uh, we kind of went into my uh, racist experience. Uh, that episode was called Small Town Racism One. So I guess this could be two. So today we're actually going to get into a like a mine was a more childhood experience. Although I have many more. That was the first one. That was That's the, the first yeah. One. That was the first was the recollection first. Yeah. for us. So we're gonna actually go. Forward in time mm-hmm. a little bit to my sister's last year's most r- recent mm-hmm. racist, racist experience. Like a blatant example blatant. of it. Yes. Yes. Um, so. Because let's be real. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. <laughs> so without further ado, here is Angelina to bring us her racist experience from last year. All right. Tell us. So do you remember this day though, right? Because like I was like everyone came home and I was just like, just, you know, a fucking wreck, right? (laughs) I was, I was fucking jammed up. I like that. 
Um, so pretty much, so this was last summer, right? So I want to say it was, it would have been July, like late July because I was working on a paper because um, I took the summer semester last year right. online. And so I was working on a paper for school for a course I was taking. Um, and I was at a cafe in Ladner. I'm not going to say which cafe. I mean, I don't really think it matters, but I think it would just, I don't know, paint the cafe is not that great. And the cafe is actually terrific. The cafe itself is amazing. I love that cafe. All the food around here is A1. Yeah. <laughs> So I was sitting at the cafe doing homework and I got there around like 1.30-ish p.m. Um, and it was like a super hot day. And also it was like, I'll just say like it was kind of like in more the beginning-ish part of COVID. So like it was like the first time in a, in a few months where like there was seating available and it was outside. So we we're sitting outside, right outside the cafe. Um, and there was a few tables that were in the sun, few that weren't. I think I got one that was in the sun initially and it was just like a beautiful hot day. Um, and then I was like sitting down and then one in the shade opened up. So I grabbed my stuff and then continued working I don't know how to describe it, but it was just like a comfortable day. Like, it's just, you know, I'm just going on about my day. Like, there's nothing different about it. I'm comfortable. I'm relaxed. I'm kind of anxious about my homework, honestly, just because that's what assignments do to me. But like, mm -hmm. I was just chilling, right? So around like 4.15, because I'd been there for a few hours, I heard like an older male voice to like sort of left of me shout out, did you get my message? And I was like, I like, I just didn't really pay attention to it. But I like looked around um, and then like to my, I looked around to my right as someone, like someone just exited the store. And then I figured they were the one being asked because I was like, I don't know what's going on. So there was no response or acknowledgement. And then I looked to my left where the question came from and saw an older Caucasian male looking back at me while like securing his bike outside another store. And he was like about like 20-ish feet away from me, but I recognized him. And I remember him because this was also like just a fucking weird, like kind of traumatic and annoying experience. But like on May 4th, which was a few months before, like two-ish months before, uh, which was mom's birthday. So she and I had gone for a walk around along that new dike trail by the tunnel. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Oh, we've been there. We've been yeah, there like yeah, numerous yeah. times. Um, and like this is like the new, the new part of Ladner, which we. I like it's, it. It's it, I like it, but it's not OG. Okay, no, it's, it's not, not OG. OG, but it's, it's pretty. It's only OG if we were to get places yeah. in one of those yeah. places. Then it would be OG. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We put our flag up. If you there. know, you know, like. Yeah. Everyone from the town gets it. So, <laughs> so we're going for a walk. Um, and then like when we arrived, we could see there was like this man on a bike stopping along the trail, speaking to every person who would seriously stop and listen, which is everyone because we're here in beautiful Ladner and people aren't rude like that. And so everyone's like going to stop and listen. And he's talking about how COVID-19 is essentially a lie and the government and Bill Gates are using it to control society and get rich and on and on and on. Pause for a sec. Mm -hmm. uh, did he literally say those two names? Yes. You okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure that yeah, yeah I, I, you know, when people say they said yeah, no, no. Yeah, he I was he was talking about Billy Gates. Yeah, hundred percent, okay, all of it. Okay, so we were super polite to him and humored his annoying ass conversation. At the end, he like put his hand out for a handshake and said, "I'm not scared." And I was like, "I'm good, thanks." Right? Like, I don't need to. 
I wouldn't even shake your hand in the in a no COVID world, dog. So like fucking bye. <laughs> so then we continue walking around this path and then I could see him ride. He literally just riding back and forth, man. Stopping to talk to everyone who would listen and like just on and on and on. So that was that day. And he was also like, he went like in did detail about how his like, like COVID's the reason that like his kids don't talk to him or whatever, because like they like feel like they have different opinions about it. And I was like, you're, you are why your kids don't talk to you. COVID's <laughs> not the reason, my guy, you are the reason. Like it was just one of those like, Okay, you're, you know, you're a perpetual victim. Everything is everyone else's fault. Got it, got it, got it. You need something to blame. Here's this thing for you to blame. So whatever. So then fast forward to when I'm sitting at this cafe. So I'm like having a terrific time in the sun doing homework. As terrific of a time I can be having, I guess. He says the the message thing again, which I didn't even know like what it meant. But he says, what's for dinner tonight after that? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I just kind of like replied and was just like, whatever my mom made. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, we don't want her there. And I was like, this is fucking creepy now. I have no, I don't know. And and this is like an old dude. Okay. Like if I had to ballpark, like it's like sixties for real. Yeah. I've like, seen the guy. Early sixties. Yeah. Who you're talking about. Yeah. Sixties. One hundo. So fit old ass guy. Yeah, because all he fucking does is bike around. He's got all the time in the world. He's got all the retirement money and pension yeah. and whatever the like homie was privileged. Anyways. <laughs> so he's going on like immediately about how his rights are being infringed upon because he couldn't go into the store without a mask. And just on and on. And after a while of him, you know, spouting his nonsense, humoring him, whatever. I was like, okay, man, more power to you. Do what you got to do. Like your fight and other folks' fights are different right now. And I'm actually concerned with what it is that I'm doing right now. But like you do you. Have a terrific day, you know? And I was kind of just hoping that he would just leave. Yeah. Because it it just got so extra. And like <laughs> so the first thing that he says, right? It was just like, oh, they won't let me in. And I, you know, my rights are being infringed upon because they are making me wear a mask. I'm like, okay. This is only happening to him. Only him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then he asked me what I was talking about. And I said something like, you know, I'm concerned with helping those who look like me uh, and black people and indigenous people. My efforts are elsewhere, but you're totally within your right to do you have fun, you know, immediately. There is no evidence of systematic racism in North America. And yes, he did say systematic racism. He actually used... Systematic. That is what he said. Really? Yeah. So he already... Self-burn. Kind of, well, he was looking for a fight, it sounds like, too. Yeah. Well, If he yeah. already had that loaded in the chamber like that. Like and I'm that also like, like a have a terrific day. I'm also yeah. like, you have the out. Just leave. <laughs> Fucking leave, you know. But yeah. he couldn't. He couldn't, right? Yeah. So it was he says the systematic racism thing. And I was like, here. Yeah, pretty much here we go. And then he continues and he's like, Black Lives Matter are a bunch of socialist Marxist Marxists. Yeah. I had to Google that. I was like, Let's and it was something, Google it was something right like that. And I was like, okay, we're going to keep going here now, I guess. Right. And then he also said terrorists. He said, they're also terrorists. 
Holy shit. And obviously I'm like, yep, here we go. This is nothing that I haven't heard or am surprised by. But he goes on, okay, and then he's like, BLM raised $140 million. You know what they did with it? And I'm like, I roll my eyes. And I'm like, what? And he's like, gave it to Joe Biden. I'm like, cool. And then he just like shat on mainstream news for a while. Um, Did you find it? Yeah, it's basically communism. It's like... Yeah, okay, that makes sense. This one thing gave me, like, such big words. I was like, I don't even. So here, I'll read Wikipedia's. Okay, let's hear it. (laughs) I'll read the idiot, the smart one and the dumb one. Mm -hmm. So Marxism. So what was, what did he say? He said Black Lives Matter are a bunch of socialist Marxists, right? Or That's what he said. Okay, I got you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a studio, so I'm reading... You guys should see it in here. It's cool. Anyways, (laughs) um, Marxism is a method of socioeconomic analysis that uses a materialist interpretation of historical development, better known as historical materialism, to understand class relations and social conflict, as well as dialectical perspective to view social transformation. So... Then I looked up what does a Marxist believe, and basically Marxism is a social, political, and economic philosophy named after Karl Marx. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys read Animal Farm when you're in high school, you'd yeah. probably remember some of that. Uh, it examines the effect of capitalism on labor, productivity, and economic development, and argues for a worker revolution to ter- overturn capitalism in favor of communism. Okay. <laughs> So, I mean, I guess he's drawing a parallel, but, like, that holds no fucking water because the moment we all become communists is the moment everybody goes broke. So, nobody wants that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I like fast cars and houses and money. (laughs) Yeah. I care about BLM, too. That does not make me a Marxist. Anyways, do go on. Yeah. Like, and so, like, yeah, he's like shitting on mainstream news, like the works, right? Um, And then he has the audacity to ask me. Audacity. The audacity. He's like, what does Black Lives Matter stand for? Do you know what it stands for? Like, you know, I was going to say something and he was going to tell me what it actually is. You know what what I mean? Like, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And then he's like, just going to be like, no. No. So I said that BLM is not a, a group of people. You know, it's it's a movement towards equal rights for everyone in a nutshell, right? In a nutshell, that's what I'm going to say. And like there's, of course, the important work of raising awareness of all of the issues Black people face, but that was going to be too much for his small mind to grasp. But he's like, no, 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 no. Then he says, Canada is such a great country. North America is fine. India is corrupt. India is a corrupt Big country, time. blah, blah. And oh, <laughs> fucking right, it Watch is. Bad boy billionaires no, of seriously, India. yeah, I know. Like I read the fucking news like that. Uh, yeah, uh, there's tons of tons of corruption. Yeah, he wasn't wrong, but. but he, but like, listen, like he says, India is such a corrupt country. Why don't you focus your energy there? He suggested that I should focus my energy there. Yeah, I was so do- confused, man. Like I was so, I was like. By the way, my sister is a. Born here, Canadian yeah. citizen. Okay. Like, first gen, what's <laughs> up? Like, that's where it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? This girl is born in this country for fuck's sake. And why is he even <laughs> bringing up India, right? So I was like, I was confused and I was like, yeah, um, it is. 
But there are problems right here in in this country, uh, in this town, not to mention standing right fucking in front of me. Okay. And I have absolutely no problems with standing with my black and indigenous brothers and sisters. I want to fight that fight. That fight is at home. That's here. That's what I'm going to do. Right. So I'm going to fight that fight. Why don't you deal with that India shit? I was like, you go deal with that. You can deal with that. Right. Mm -hmm. You suggested it. You fucking go deal with it. He's like, I'm not Indian. I was like, cool, man. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Legit. I was like, cool, man. Same. (laughs) Then he asks where I'm from. And I say right here. He's like, oh, you were born here? And I was like, yes, motherfucking bitch. I was born here. I didn't say that, but I should have. Yeah. (laughs) Then he says something that was the only partially sound and mindful thing or question. He says, where are your parents from? Right? Because that's sort of like, where are your parents from? Or what is your ancestry? Or what is your background? Like, those are the, like, you know, if we really want to find out more about people, that's kind of like what we ask. Kind of like, you know, asking about you specifically because Canada, like we've talked about, is so complex. It's it's not as simple, right? Hey, hold on a sec too right now. Actually, what you should do is this could be a good bullet point for, so we could pause here for a second and be like, hey, white guys this is a good time for you to learn. So like we could have the more, you know, like thing when you're a kid, the more, you know, right. So right now you could be like, okay, so Ange, I'm a idiotic white guy who doesn't know his ass from his fucking mouth and says stupid shit. Mm -hmm. What should I have asked when, instead of assuming what you are, what should I ask? Yeah. so So, so, so what should I ask Ange instead of just assuming? I'm an idiotic white guy right now mm-hmm. who doesn't know my ass from a mouth. Yeah, so like a respectful way to ask that question is, hey, like if you don't mind me asking, but can I can I please ask what your ancestry is or what what is your background or your heritage? There you go, white guys yeah. and girls. That's how you... Mm-hmm. That's, That's how, how you, you do. Yeah. All right. So this can be like your guys' kindergarten class almost. Like, like <laughs> okay, like... You know, this is how we're going to learn your numbers and your letters. And this is how we're going to learn to talk to people. From yeah. Now on. If you want to yeah. learn, like that's if you want to learn. If you want to learn. If you want to just sit there and be like, nah, yeah. I know everything. Yeah, like, know okay, everything. whatever. Bye. Anyways. Anyways. So, <laughs> unpause. <laughs> so he's like, oh, you were born here. And I'm like, yes, I was born here. Then he, you know, asks like where mom and dad are from. And I say Fiji. Right. He's like, oh, you don't sound like you're from Fiji. I'm like, what the fuck does someone from Fiji sound like? You know, like what? Who what? Knows? Yeah. Well, I mean, we kind of know. That. Well, yeah, but like again, here back to the kindergarten class. That's not something that you say. You don't ask that. No. You don't say that. You don't say. Oh, you don't sound like you're an immigrant. You don't sound like you yeah. are Asian. Like you don't say shit like what that. Is an immig- yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Fucking idiot. Yeah. So I was like. I literally said, what does someone from Fiji sound like? And he says, well, they have an accent. I was like, what? <laughs> Again, just uh, like, like I'm just shocked at the, you know, outrageousness of like him just continuing to go on and on. So that was when I had to say it plain as day, sir, you are racist. And I've been super respectful and chill this whole time, humoring his dumb motherfucking ass. I was like, sir, you are racist. 
he gets all offended. Like, no, 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 no. I'm like, yes. Pause also. White guys, if you're saying no, 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 no. Yes, 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 you are. <laughs> like, I'm getting yeah. so annoyed at that. Yeah. Like, yes, you are. Yeah. That's why you're saying no. Yeah. Do you get that? Like, mm-hmm. if you're getting your back up on the wall, that means you are. Yeah. If your girlfriend keeps bugging you and she's saying you're cheating on me, you're cheating on me, cheating on me, that means she's cheating on you. So it's the same <laughs> kind of thing. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? White guys, like, all right, unpause. <laughs> That's another one of those kindergarten it's, fucking Yeah, totally. Moments, so like, he gets all offended. And I'm like, dude, like the rhetoric that you're spouting right now is racist. Okay. You would think that maybe, maybe it would just be over. It wasn't. It gets worse because he asked me if I actually experienced racism here in Ladner. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. And he's like, this was the worst dude. And this was like, I remember like, I couldn't, I couldn't stop like repeating this over in my head because it was so like just the pinnacle of like oppressed people having to justify and explain themselves. Mm. But he's like, well, how often? Every week, every month, every year? Yeah, how long if he have you been? See it, it doesn't exist. How long have you been here? Um, for real, I grew up here. I went to elementary and high school here. Both of my parents have worked in this town. My dad still does for a zillion years. Yeah. Everyone knows him and loves him. And we, as a family, have contributed positively to this community, you know, with things other than our tokenism, okay? <laughs> and like, you think that you can be the judge to quantify and qualify my experiences, that shit fucking pissed me right off. Like you do not have the right to fucking ask me like, well, well, how often? Like you get to be the judge. (laughs) Yeah. You get to quantify and qualify what's racism and what's not. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's the pinnacle. Like it was insane. Right there, right? So right before he finally leaves, because I'm clearly upset um, and I keep telling him to enjoy the rest of his bike ride. Seriously, I keep saying like, okay, go. Right. I tell him to maybe consider and I'm not even saying like, again, I'm being too fucking polite, which is like my that's a me thing, because really I should be like, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to not do. Mm -hmm. Now get the fuck out of here. I said. I suggested to him that maybe he should consider not saying the things that he just said to a person who looks like me. I literally said, do not talk shit about Black Lives Matter to a person of color. Don't do it. Like again, just zero awareness, right? He didn't get it at all. And pretty much said that he didn't have to do shit and have a nice day. Mm. So the irony of it all, guys, I said I was like working on a paper It was for my race and ethnicity class and the book Policing Black Lives was right beside me on the table and I was writing a paper about how reverse racism is a myth. On your computer, right? Mm Mm-hmm. On a screen Mm -hmm. for everybody to see Mm -hmm. with a book Mm -hmm. on a table for everybody to see. Yeah. In broad daylight. And I will also just add in that like people... Like there were people walking by during this conversation. And like, this is sort of like a fast synopsis of it, but it was like, like, I would say like a solid, like 15 or so minutes 
that we were kind of going back and forth like this. Like it wasn't a short period of time. It was some time and yeah. people had chances to walk back and forth and they did. There was one lady, there was this one point where he started talking shit about Justin Trudeau, of course. Mm-hmm. And this lady walks by and like raises her fist and is like, yeah. And I was like, don't encourage this man, please. Uh, Right. And I'm just like, come on. Like nobody is going to say or do anything. Okay. That's cool. I'll just sit here. The one colored person in a fucking 10 mile radius right now. Like no one's coming through. That's really fucking great. Thanks. And so I sat there for a sec because I just wanted to work, but like, I really, really couldn't. Like I was, I was, I was like kind of trembly. Um, so I packed up my shit and I left. I did consider going into dad's work. Um, cause it was right there. Right. Like, like he was, feet away. yeah, seriously, yeah. it was right there. Um, but I was like, Hey, I don't, I don't want to like cause a scene at dad's potentially. Um, and also I, I really did question, is anyone there really going to be able to support me? No. That's the thing, right? I like dad was there and that, that was going to be fine. Yeah. But like, did I want to potentially get upset when I saw him? Cause I probably would have. And then like everyone else is like, well, what's the matter? And then I explain it. And like, I didn't really think that they would get it. No. And then it would just kind of like re-traumatize like just do the same shit again like invalidate me so i was like hey i don't want to so is that the same as gaslighting would that be considered the same kind of kind of yeah because like just trying to get other people to maybe relate to Mm -hmm. what you were yeah because like they just they don't want to see they don't want to see what actually is happening and because they haven't experienced it they don't have a reference point for it. So for them, it's not real. So a person who does experience it is telling them that it's real. And they're saying like, no, probably not. Or I don't see it that way or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like that's gaslighting. That's invalidating. We don't need that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Fuck it. I'm just going to go home. Like not a slight on them. It's just, you know, they just don't get it. That's fine. I, I can I can totally accept that because like they're good people. They probably just don't get it. Mm. Right. And that's kind of like a lot of the problem right now is that like, honestly, like there's a lot of people like most people are not necessarily racist. They just, they just don't get it. It's, they just don't get it. And they say racist things. Yeah. So I come home and as soon as I touch the doorknob, doorknob, dude, like I'm serious. Like, cause I just walked. Right. And like, I'm walking and the whole time I'm walking, I'm like fast walking and I'm like, okay, I just need to get there. I just need to get there. I'm straight face. It's all good. Sun's still shining. As soon as I like step to the front door and I touch the doorknob, I burst right into tears. Okay. I go upstairs and mom is like, Oh my God, what's going on? Because shit was actually hard enough at that time. Right. Like I moved back home and I had just gone through what I went through, like with like the end of my last relationship, like there could have been multiple things wrong with me. So like that reaction was fair, but she was like fucking concerned. She was like, what is going on? And I told her and she was like, what the fuck? Like she, Cause she knew who it was. Right. I was like, mom, it was that guy. And she was like, if I see him in town, like she was fucking furious because I was really messy. And like, you know, like us, like we don't, we don't really cry to our parents. We're not allowed. Yeah. Not allowed. (laughs) It's not a thing. Right. When we, whenever we do, whenever we do, whenever we do, it's like a, all right. Like it's the tough love. Like you'll, you'll be fine. Just get up. Like you don't do this. It's going to be fine. Whatever. Yeah. Right. And so like, we don't do that, but like, I couldn't fucking help it. I was like, this is a mess guys. Like 
I'm not okay with this. And so like everyone was actually upset or angry or mad that day. Like we were all like, cause dad came home shortly after that. And then you were home and I was like, yo, like this fucking shit just happened. And like dad was full on, like, is there something that the police can do about it? <laughs> like he was fucking furious. He was like, he was like, you should have came to the store. Like you should have pointed him out to That's me. That's funny he said like, that because like you're thinking to do that. Yeah. To yeah. Go to the store. He was like, why didn't you just come to the store? And I was like, I was upset dad and I don't know. And I was just fucking sad. Right. And it was just like this fucking, it was just this fucking mess. And so I remember you brought up the mental health thing, right. Which is probably true because this guy also mentioned that his kids don't talk to him anymore. Right. And that, you know, he of course blames the government for it. How ironic the system that his yeah. people put in place, he's talking shit about, but you know, whatever, that's not, yeah. neither here nor yeah. there. It's everywhere actually, but yeah, I think I was just trying to like, make sure like before mm -hmm. we did just confirm that he was a racist man, that he wasn't just a fucking like, you know, mm -hmm. belonged in a psych ward kind of situation. Yeah. I think that's what I was getting at. Yeah. No, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And you know what the thing is, is like, a lot of people have said that to me. A lot of people have been like, it could have just been like a mental health thing. But like when you said it, you were like, was it, you know, it was more like inquisitive. It was like, hey, let's get to yeah, the bottom yeah, of yeah, this. Yeah. Where like a lot of people were just like, it was probably just a mental health thing. And yeah. like, just I like get over it. Sure and I was like, whoa, off. I was like, don't yeah. fucking, I was like, here's the thing. Like whether it is or not, that still happened. Right. And yeah. here's the thing. This is why people turn into assholes because of experiences like this. Because all I had to do was cut him off, tell him to stop, bounce, whatever. But because I feel like I have to be nice to everyone, I allowed this person to continue speaking to me and taking up my time. And like we always say, is this person thinking about this? Are they distraught or upset? Fuck no. They're living their merry life probably, ruining other people's lives, right? Yeah. But I'm the one who came home upset walked in, started crying. I'm the one who will remember this. It was us who went through that. Okay. And then when people start talking to me about anything remotely similar, I get impatient faster um, than I'm seen as the stereotypical angry colored woman. Like what, you know? And it's just like, we're always the ones who have to be understanding and patient with white folks shortcomings mm -hmm. or miseducation or ignorance or whatever the fuck. Like that's not fair, you know? And, and you know, dad was asking if there was anything the police could do. Mom was choked. Like, let me see that fucker in town again. Uh, you know, and like that experience did that to us, right? Like that happened and my family reacted as well as we fucking should have, right? But like, here we are like a year later now talking about it, right? Like, and who knows, like he's off riding his bike. We saw him uh, like a month yeah. ago when we went on our walk at the same <laughs> place. We were on a walk. Homie saw us. He fucking knew who I was 100%. He laughed and, and smiled he, and said hello. And he and he rode he rode away. And I was like, that's him. And your face, I remember. Yeah, I was like, that was what? him. That was the guy? I've yeah. seen him since too. I did see him again one more time. He was talking to some poor sucker outside the store again. Um, and, you know, just talking to the saying the same shit about blah, blah, blah. It's not fair. Blah, blah, blah. Mm hmm. I don't want to wear a mask. Um, and he did see me and he did try to say hello, but I was like, nope. And I just kept walking. And then, yeah, then we seen him like a few weeks after that. And like, you know, something that I said to him 
when he was really going into the part with like how it's really infringing on his rights and stuff and how like, and I was just trying to say stuff like, you well, you know, like maybe you're right. Maybe there isn't a lot of research, but like it's what we have. And like, you know, like we're, we're making like the medical professionals are making rules in good faith and right. Like we just need to cooperate and help each other out. And he was like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Like everything, you know, and I'm just trying to be like, okay, I'm just trying to like offer other solutions or explanations, but you're just fucking clearly like you've made up your mind. So like, you know, my response to him was like, I get the feeling that you have never heard the word no because he's just like a white guy in a white town living his life. And I'm sure he's, his privilege has offered him that reality of never having to be told, no, you can't. Right. Like that's never happened to him before. And that's what I feel like has happened to like a lot of these people, like in, in the States who are fucking like open up my strip club because I'm getting bored. (laughs) Right. And it's like, you've literally never, like had to hear yeah. the word no, whereas like a lot of us are just constantly told what to do. So we're just like, okay, yeah, sure, sure. 100%. Yeah. So the part that stuck out to me the most and like hurt the most, honestly, is when he said that shit about Fijians have accents and that shit hurt because I knew what he meant. Right. And like I said, I know what you mean and you're not wrong, but you don't fucking say it. Don't fucking say it. Exactly. That's microaggressive. Don't fucking say that. He was talking about Apu from The Simpsons, which has totally blown up, right? With Hank Azaria voicing him. And it's that whole thing has blown up really bad. He was talking about dad. He was talking about dad. And like, I'm not going to name names, but I have heard people call dad Apu. Yeah. And dad... And the other, you know, the thing that I, the other thing that I say that always hurts my feelings so much is the fact that mom and dad don't know when they're being disrespected because of shit like this. I think it's endearment. And it's fucking not, you know, and as much as I do refer to dad as a pillar in the community because he is so well known and he loves people and he loves talking to everyone He is a pillar because he is the token here. Racism here in Canada is subtle. And that's what people need to understand. In America, it's straight N-word this and N-word that. You're lesser than me. Like, it's pretty blatant. So it's kind of like actionable, right? It's like, what the fuck, right? Like your experience. Homie called you an N-word. Mom busted (laughs) through those doors. Like, what's up, right? So that Apu shit is really like... It hurts because it's like, how do I even begin to explain this to not only the white people, but also dad that like, you can't accept this. They have no idea. And they're so kind and generous that they just breeze past anything. Anyways, like that white dude who sat at their dinner table eating the food mom had cooked for them. Right. And asked if I was religious and then proceeded to state that Hindu gods have a lot of arms. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So this is the shit that, makes us bitter but we just have to be cool with it right and then we have to be the teachers and the educators and stuff like that and it's like okay fine you know what if that's if that's what it is fine because I do love having these conversations and being honest with you about like stuff like this but at the same time I'm also going to rant about it. And I'm also going to be like, fuck you for saying that dumbass, microaggressive, racist, whatever shit. You're a fucking idiot. You know, like I'm going to, I'm going to do it all. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do all the calling out. 
it's just not, it, it sucks because it's like, we just have to do everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the kind of a shit thing to have to deal with all the time. It means we are always on high alert constantly. And that's what I mean when I say like, it just turns people into assholes. It turns us into assholes. And then when people say shit to me about like, and why are you always looking for a problem? And like, why are you always so mad? And like, why are you always make it about race? I'm like, dogs, like, I don't know how much more I can yeah. explain this to you. You're like, it's my real life. It's <laughs> my real life. It's every day. It's my fucking life. Yeah. yeah. So that was my most recent, our most recent, um, you know, racist experience of that nature here in Ladner, folks. It happened in Ladner. Of course, not everyone in Ladner is like this, guys. We're not, that's not what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. We're not pointing at all of the white people in Ladner and saying you're all fucking racist. All we're trying to illustrate here is that if you're one of those people who doesn't believe in racism or like thinks that it's not here or it's not, you know, where you live, I assure you that it is. Very much. And I assure you that it is way more prevalent than you think because you probably just don't have the, um, like the knowledge that you need to identify things like this. Or maybe... How about this? Um, now, if you're a white person listening to our show, if you're a white people, white people, you listen to our show right now, and you just try it, and maybe just try and take note the next time you're around your own family and see what gets said around the dinner table or just around. Yeah. Just when you're watching a movie with them next, just you know, take note of the jokes being said and this and that. Just you know. Yeah. It's more. Uh, it's more prevalent than you think. Absolutely. And if you still don't believe me, just go watch American History X and like within the first like, you know, 15, 20 minutes when they're sitting around the dinner table and he yeah. says, it started when blank, but in real fact, it started a long time before that and it cuts to the scene, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about, yeah. right? Like just try and see, challenge yourself if you can try and point it out to yourself and see if you can see it happening within your own immediate group, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that's the thing guys is that like, we also like, we're not sitting here saying like, we're fucking perfect and we know everything. And like, we're the only ones that experience racism or whatever. Like last year when George Floyd was murdered and shit got fucking rough to say the least, like the energy in this house was like heavy for me just because I was internalizing everything and was like, okay, how am I supposed to, how, like, how can I contribute? How can I, you know, help to like uplift this movement? And it really did start in the household explaining to my mm-hmm. colored parents why they cannot say all lives matter. I did have to do that. We did have mm-hmm. to sit down and explain, guys, like you, you can't say this and this is why. And here are all these analogies and examples to, to help you understand why we used the house burning one. We're not saying that we're fucking perfect and our family isn't racist and whatever. I'm just saying like it's, it starts within your own home and like we have had to do that. And, yeah. and last summer and, the, you know, the sparking of all of these conversations is the reason why we're doing this now because we were just having these conversations over and over again and realizing how much we were so affected by this. And we were like, okay, 
this needs to be out there. People need to know. People need to hear this, right? Because no, I can't call Delta PD and report this guy because nothing's going to happen. But I can use this platform and put it out there so people know that it is absolutely a thing. Yeah. And if you're seeing the shit happening on the street and you're just walking past it next time, maybe next time don't just walk past it. Maybe the least you could do is tell some dude to get leave this young lady alone. Yeah. Like you don't even have to be like jumping on like the race. Like just tell the, yeah. if you even like, like, like in this situation, you could have, any person could have been like, that dude is bothering her. Yeah. And like, she obviously wants him to go away. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's like the basis of it. Like that's like the surface of it. The depth of it is like, yo, the shit he's saying is so fucked up. I'm not allowing this. Right. Like someone could have just like came up to me too and been like, Hey, are you okay? And just it like interrupted the conversation by taking like my attention away from him and and then he would just leave because, you know, it's no longer a conversation between me and him. Like anyone could have done something, but they didn't. And, you know, that that silence is really complicit. Like, sorry, but if you see this shit and you don't fucking do anything about it, you're you're a fucking part of the problem. Like you're just as bad as that fucking asshole. Yeah. Just saying. Totally. Think about that. Yeah. And it also goes for everything. Yeah, absolutely. Everything. Yeah, absolutely. So... Well, I guess we can leave it almost there for the like takeaways and words of wisdom part of it, just for some some people to mm-hmm. just chew on that fat for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Guys, you know? Absolutely. Take note. Take note, man. Take note, and uh, hopefully, you know, you can uh, grow a little bit from this. And you know, complacency is—I mean, you can't just do that anymore. Yeah. It we just, can't just like just stand can't. around. Yeah. No, because that's what we've been doing this whole time. And like now look at us. Yeah. Like that the world's all, a mess, guys. Yeah. Also means I can't either. So Absolutely. And yeah. I mean, some of my friends kind of know it already. I mean, I've called some of them out too. Yeah, and we need literally to literally risk friendships with them, like just calling them out. Yeah. I was just like, shit, if you say this, like they might not take it right. And this could be it right here. Yeah. And I was willing to take that risk. And so I don't know, guys, just like you just just you can't walk around like your shit doesn't stink anymore and fucking you can't hide behind things anymore. You just it's just I mean, there's no other way to say it, but just it's time to grow the fuck up. Yeah. And you're not a sixteen year old anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? So come on, guy. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> don't be a little bitch. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> Just human right. rights, man. Like, what's the fucking problem? It's like, literally like, it's just, just human rights. Human rights. Like, it's, yeah. What else is there to say except for come on? <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for us today. Yeah. We are No Ties1879. Go follow us on Instagram at No Ties eighteen seventy nine podcast. I am at Angeline KP and I am at Ashneel Prakash. And we out. Bula. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>